0: And we are recording. How are you?
1: What's up, girl? What's up? What's up? What's up? I, I'm just extra. I, I'm I'm just, out of my out of my mind right now because I'm literally driving and podcasting right now. This is a true multitasking, but doing mobile this
0: podcasting. Thing,
1: mobile podcasting. So, but doing this safe hands free um making sure because i got shit to do tomorrow I nobody got time to be in no accidents and and, and that's right
2: hurt,
1: hurting myself hurting somebody else um but yes it seems like it's been forever since we we've gotten together um things are slowing down a little bit because you know summer is is is, is approaching and
0: we we're one like month out else. Yes. We're one month out from our two month vacation because exposed the podcast. We typically take two months off for the summer so we can live life, at least um a break from podcasting. But yeah. this we'll month, we, we really wanted to like end it with a bang. And this is something we've never done. But before we get into all of that, I'm Natalie Hayden and I'm
2: Laverne Badger
0: and we are expose the podcast so yes guys welcome back to another episode of expose the podcast where we share everything about life after domestic abuse and everything in between and the in between so happens to be our men um we cannot continue the life of healing and that journey of healing without acknowledging and honoring the men in our our lives and so this month we really wanted to take an initiative and really just enter interview our men and specifically men that are doing the work of not just uh, the mental health aspect of things, but also they do work in the community and they are supporting and encouraging and acknowledging others to do the same. So they're mentors. So um, yeah, we're really excited about this month, right? Because it's Father's Day. month. I'm
1: totally excited about it. And like Natalie said, we've never really focused on men in June, but we've always talked about it. We've always had men the center of what we do. Um, If you've been following us for any time, you know that we respect and, and know that the change that's needed to end abuse starts with our men and the support of our men. So we just, our first guest on Celebrate Men, we've known him forever. And the community knows him. Um, I, I don't know how much how we can how much we can say about this dude. I don't. It's not even that we need. It, it really needs an introduction because if you anywhere in the the Midwest, you already know who he is. Yeah.
2: So who
1: would that be, Miss Net?
0: Well, um, it's you know he just said it's a G thing, so um, <laughs> it, it's all about you know G's Clippers, Mister. G. Smith, he is doing his thing here in the city of Milwaukee, um, among so many other things outside of the city of Milwaukee. But let's bring him in because he is our guest, our first guest for the month of June. So here we are.
3: (laughs) Welcome. Thank you you guys for that uh, introduction. Yes. thanks Thanks for having me
0: welcome and we appreciate just who you are as um a male figure that mentor and that model that role model for not just young men but men in general of things to aspire to so first of all we want you we we when we typically have guests on that have um displayed some level of um, aspirations and um you know reaching heights of success we let them pat themselves on the back so what are some things you got going on what are some accomplishments i just saw online that you're celebrating how many years of being in the business
3: uh 26 years 26, 26.
0: years that's a whole adult
3: 26 right. that's of- <laughs> <laughs> I know. make me feel uh, uh kind of mature
0: Yes, very seasoned and
3: mature. We, we,
1: we, that's all right. We mature in these streets, but yes. we need that maturity to to help grow our, continue to grow our communities, right?
3: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah. G's Clippers uh, just turned uh, twenty six years old, June first. It's been a very fun ride. Uh, very thankful. Uh, it's been very rewarding uh, to myself and so many others that uh, played a part and the success of uh jeez
0: over the past 26 years i'm so glad that you said um yeah. i'm so glad that you said that you know others played a part in your success because there are so many people that say you know i'm self-made i got here by myself but can you speak to that aspect of things to young men specifically because we want to talk to our young guys that are out there and they're feeling like hey i got to do it by myself but the truth is what do you say to that
3: we're much better together. We're much yeah. greater together. I mean, trust me. I mean, when you when you have other individuals helping you um, um standing beside you, uh, helping you navigate through the tough times, it just makes it so much easier. And um and no one really, really do do major things. Nothing that'll last by themselves. You mm-hmm. you always anyone who know me, I they know I always acknowledge my team and, and and other individuals that has uh, played a part in uh, me being where i am and G's clippers being where where we are as a shop you know um and and, and if there's no tangible person that you can touch or feel you gotta give reference to god i mean come you know, on somebody right, on a sunday you know, to whom much is given much is required you know? yeah and and yeah. so when you do get this, you required to you know, send the elevator back down, you know, for other individuals to come up. So we all, all, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. You know,
0: that just gave me chills when you said, send the elevator back down. And sometimes the elevator can get jammed. Sometimes it has to stop at other floors before, you know, you know, so, you know, there's a process to everything, right. So um, with that being said, like how I noticed that not only are you a barbershop, but you're like multifaceted. There's like this interconnectedness where you've aligned, you know, connection, communication, building and fostering healthy relationships within our male community, within the community in general as a whole. And then you've incorporated mental health. What is that? Well,
3: at G's, what I've always envisioned was to Basically, have my barbershop be like I envisioned barbershops were back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, where we truly was the heartbeat of the community. Where mm-hmm. good share, where, where, where good news was shared, where uh, uh, town hall meetings was held, where uh, politicians can talk to their constituents, um, where we can really be a part of the full health of the person, not just helping the uh, person look good. So, um, uh, that's where you get the whole initiative that I've done through G's MKE Wellness Clinic. Yeah, uh, those of who have not been in G's Clippers, uh, I have a 12 by 12 room in that uh 8,000 square foot facility, and um, that 12 by 12 room is our clinic, is an actual health clinic. clinic wow, where wow. Uh, you could come to G's Clippers and get your blood pressure checked, your blood glucose levels checked, your hiv tests uh sti std checks is this uh, anybody <laughs> who this is, is this open anybody. to this is anybody insurance prepared. no insurance what's no that insurance needed uh we really will find insurance help you find a physician uh we have what they call what we call wellness geniuses on staff uh, aside from the nurse performing the uh, 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 the physical things to the people. So the wellness genius will help navigate you through the different other things that we offer. Um, so it's, it's, it's an all around effort. You know, we have so many great partners that uh, is helping us um, do the work that we do. Uh, I'm talking about from continuing education to uh, food securement. You know, we yeah. have Beats on board. We have MATC on board, uh, Wisconsin. Um, um, on board uh, the Badgers or whatever um, the college there, the, for those that want to further the education, uh, we have so many components with uh, G's MKE Wellness Clinic because we're focusing on the whole yeah. body and, um, us and and the mental health piece. You know, uh, I think what is the I think mental health is probably the number one most undiagnosed condition in our communities. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, the more we educate our barbers and, and educate each other. Uh, and um, have forums you know to make people feel look more comfortable with talking about mental health and the things that they might be dealing with as far as um, uh, uh, their mental health is concerned. I think it'll be just so much easier to, to help individuals and, and, mm. and you know so so how, did you,
1: so how did you get to I'm sorry G, but how did you get to the point to say that that was needed? What, what, what was the driver, just having people in your chair and just over the years of having multiple discussions with with individuals?
3: That's what I was about to say. I mean, you know, uh, it's definitely from from uh, being in the community, you know, being, uh, um, being in that barbershop, uh, uh, having 30 barbers in that, uh, barbers and stylists in the shop, any shop, of course, with 30 barbers, you got thousands of people coming through those doors weekly. So you see the state of our community. Mm. Uh, through a lens like not many, you mm-hmm. know, and um, right. and conversing with people on a daily basis, and and seeing the hurt and pain, you know yeah. that they, I'm sure, sometimes don't even see themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and seeing like, uh, okay, I need to be a part of of uh, of helping this individual. So, and I believe that that, you know, like, I, you know, like I said earlier, to whom much is given, much is required. We are, we are as popular as we are and in the community on that corner of Garfield and MLK for a reason. Yep. We have a responsibility right. to lead that community in a better place than we, and we found
0: it. Yep. Yes. And so yep. That's yep. all yep. I'm doing.
3: That's that's all I'm doing is trying to uh, do what I can, use the resources and relationships I have to uh, come together for a common goal, and that's to uh, heal, heal the hood. You know, so
0: um, with Expose the Podcast, we... Our podcast, where we like to unpack uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes that is usually the gateway, the bridge to someone's healing. Um, and so we know that men can oftentimes struggle, and sometimes um, women can be a little bit aggressive and requiring, you know, certain things as far as like breaking down what's going on with you and you, you know, you tend to shut down. What I, I've noticed that, I think it was you that offered the space and Kwabena and I have these male forums that you were talking about. Well, men can just, you know, be, first of all, in a safe environment in confidence, and there's no judgment, and then they can experience the vulnerability that's needed to that healing,
3: right? Right. Well, what you're speaking of is a an event that uh, we started, and we meaning myself, the city of Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and the uh, Fatherhood Initiative. What uh, Tasha is heading over there, mm-hmm. doing an amazing right. we job. Love, Tasha. Um, so those entities, uh, and Kwabana is the host moderator of that uh, initiative. What it is, what it looks like is one Monday a month, we meet at G's Clippers on a day we're closed, five o'clock in the evening, we normally out of there, we ended at 7.30, this has been sponsored extremely well. So we feed the guys, you know, cousins, uh, submarine or Subway, or we have vendors that have come in and it's an all-male initiative, it's called Real Men, Real Talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) series. So, um, and it has been an amazing effort. I have a stage, a portable stage at G's Clippers that we set up. We have four, uh, four uh, chairs on that stage. Um, and uh, we pick guys from uh, different genres, if you will, or age groups. We have a teen on stage. We have someone in their 20s or 30s on stage. We have someone in their 30s, 40s on stage. And then we have an OG like 60 or above. And then we always have a mental health therapist there as well. So we have various mental health therapists mm-hmm. on board. So what I does, he has an amazing job at making everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, open, you know, to talk and uh, uh, just let them know that, you know, nothing is being recorded. You know, this is a, a platform where you could be yourself, where you can get help. Um uh, okay. where you can just unload you know and uh you wouldn't believe the conversation that we've had we we've can only imagine talked about they thought about suicide talked about the struggles of taking care of their kids or needing to take care of the kids but not able to do it financially
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, i mean some of the kind it's, it's unbelievable guys shed tears on many occasions at real man real talking we're talking about a group of like 75 to 125 men. men. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yes, it was an amazing, I um, mean, yeah, just just a great time. Just a great so, time. So, I absolutely
1: love, I'm just going to say, I absolutely love mm-hmm. that there's that, that they're recognizing that men need, not to say that we dismiss all the resources that women have mm-hmm. and have had over the years but that now it's being highlighted how much help that the, our men need, specifically our black men and black men leading and, and, and helping and guiding other black men and making it okay. Because I swear when I first heard it, when I first heard this, I was just like, um, why we can't come? <laughs> like,
0: like no, why, you cannot come.
1: We can't, we can't. <laughs>
0: We can't no, be everywhere all the time. We can't no. be
1: everywhere all the time, and we can't help as nurturing as we try to be, and try to be to want to to just want to be able to take care of everything and everybody. We can't build a man. We can't build the well, the mental health well-being of men. We can't even raise well, men.
3: Well, what I what I say, Laverne, to that. Um, it really takes other men to help men.
2: Yeah. It's going to be
3: hard for a woman. Not saying she, she can't do it, but it will be hard. And, it, and it is, it's easier for a man to help another man that that man looks up to, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that man really, you know, when 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 it's, it's a guy that uh, looks up to another guy, and, and that other uh, and that guy. Who is being viewed as 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 such, if you will? I don't know. Uh, uh, Be to this guy mm-hmm. when he unveil or or, or or take off his his baggage and show this guy. Listen, man, these are the challenges I've had and I've overcome it. You can do it too. And right. I would like to think that's the platform. I think that we we foster there at G's Clippers at those real men, real talk. I mean, we have so many men that's hurt so man mm. that is wounded just like women you know and, and and we all know you know hurt people hurt people right mm-hmm. a That's lot of times these guys just doing the reason why another reason why it's hard for women to help a man because men have something that comes naturally you know like an ego if you will mm. um it's, it's kind of hard for a man to to you know really dumb down you know uh himself or or, or 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 if i, I shouldn't say dumb down um maybe show a sign of weakness you know and it's hard for him to to really um open up because he don't want to be viewed as weak you know but when you are in a have, have a platform as such as a uh, grill man real talk barbershop series and you see so many men you know taking off you know their their armor if you will and just opening yeah. up and being receptive to other brothers, you know, conversing about things that they, you would normally hear brothers talk about. And, and you're like, even if you don't say anything as a man in terms of getting involved with that conversation, at least you left there like, man, wow, mm-hmm. I really need this work. Like, wow, it's, that really made me look at things so much different. Wow, so, he's, he's going through the same thing I've been going through. Right. Right. Through the same even though i didn't say anything mm-hmm. but man he's thinking right. the same thing I was he had these thoughts as well right you know it's just right. i mean it's gonna take us healing us it's gonna take Ooh, brothers i love brother.
1: that i love that
3: the, um so, i have a question so we
1: talked about oh go ahead nat
0: go ahead Laverne, my bad
1: so we we talked about the healing of the men but your father as well right yes but you're not just abide the, the biological father of some bo- of boys you also father other boys community boys doing things so not only are you trying to repair and change the narrative of adult men but you trying to change the game with the boys who have n- who are going into manhood so you starting with a whole nother generation yeah. of trying to eliminate certain problems in our community Well,
3: I'm a I'm gonna tell you why, I'm gonna tell you why, why I'm so passionate about helping community youth. Back in the seventies and eighties, when I was coming up, early nineties, you, majority of our households in urban community, both parents were involved. Mm -hmm. If both parents weren't there, you know, it was two parent homes. If if it wasn't a two parent home, that neighbor, that uncle, that grandfather, you know, played a major role. You know, even in the barbershops, you rarely saw a woman in the barbershop. You had mm-hmm. men bringing their sons, nephews, grandsons, neighbors to the barbershop. So that's where it wasn't a it wasn't a big deal to see the jet beauty of the week plastered on the wall at the barbershop. The risque conversations at times, the the movies, if you will, that uh, um, that I wouldn't dare play in the barbershop today you know, would be playing um, back then. Because I said, 75% of households, both parents were there. Now here we are in 2021. I would like to think it's probably close to just the opposite. I think about 75% of households in the urban community, there's only one parent there. And we know most times that one parent um, is a woman. And so now the barbershop play a ho- totally different role. Now. You know, now for the most part, that African-American man, male, that barber, is the, probably the only positive male role model that boy will see on a weekly basis mm-hmm. right? or bi-weekly basis, because we know NPS schools have a have a shortage in African-American men teachers or presence, you know? Um, so we have to play a different role. So we have to fill that boy. We have to fill that gap and we're doing whatever we possibly can. I mean, like I said, we can't run barbershops like we did um, um, back in the days, you know? So, I mean, there's a certain social responsibility. I feel barbershops have. I always yeah. say it's two bar- it's two businesses in an urban community that can truly change the trajectory of that community. One being the barbershop and one being the church.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's good. I have a question for you. I wanted to know what is it that you can say to a woman out there that's looking to support in the men in her lives, you know, in her life, they're healing. What would you suggest to her instead of her trying to be the fixer? What would you say to her?
3: Well, I don't know if I don't know if the woman can be the fixer, if you will, mm-hmm. but at least create an atmosphere, a stage where he can truly communicate open and honest with her. Every man, I feel, at some point in time in his relationship will try to see what he can and can't share with his woman. Mm -hmm. How that woman responds, what she brings up again, if you will, will dictate what he will and won't share with her in the future.
0: Uh, Yep.
3: So I think if that woman leaves herself open to be receptive, even though she might want to bring this back up, you know and, and, and might be feeling a little burning in her belly of jealousy maybe she have to be strong she have to yeah. um try her best to bite her tongue because i'm gonna tell you something every man a man will be in the barbershop and brag about what he can and can't share with his woman or what he can share with his woman if you will man my girl don't trip on that my i'm I talk to my girl about anything you rarely hear that but that tells me so much about that woman either that woman truly knows how to get her man to share anything with her truly know how to get that man to be her best friend or she do her own thing and she really don't care <laughs> but i would like to think it's the, it's, it's, it's the first thing I, I stated she just, you know really know how because it, it's, it's an art i'm gonna tell you something it's an art i feel for a woman to have that When a woman truly knows what makes a man tick and how a man really prides himself on having a really good friend, relationship with his woman, because, you know, that it's been so loosely said over years. I'm married to my best friend. I'm married to my best friend. I mean, come on now. Are you really married to your best friend? Are you really keeping it real gangster with your wife? Yeah, yeah. Keeping it real with your woman? I mean, with your man. I mean, like, like really. I mean, but I think it's 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 time. Really, I think that women can do a more of a job with healing these men out here, but not through the healing that you might think that you need. Mm. To do. I mean, not from a therapist therapist standpoint. Point. No, just creating a stage or a platform where he can be, you can be that sounding board, if you will with no real uh, friction. You no know,
0: and um, judgment, I'm thinking. Judgment and all of that as well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: it's important. I mean, That's good. Need they need it, need it.
0: So I have a question. Laverne went out for a second, but she'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's the, the, right. the great thing about podcasting is two of us. What is it um, what is that you do for your own mental health, self-care, what is it that you do today after the pandemic
3: (laughs) I do what I do for my own mental uh, uh, self care if you will is um, anybody to know me I'm extremely positive energy person I don't allow any negativity to fester to set up shop to, to, to catch roots within me my spirit at all I don't entertain any negative people wow. any negative dialogue don't mm-hmm. you know so that's one uh I guard I guard who I am as a human being I used to say mm-hmm. happiness means so much to me but I think what means more to me and I think is and what more individuals should really focus on is having peace I somebody peace. man I would rather have peace Mm-hmm. over happiness any day. So well, I, uh, peace is gonna do,
1: get, peace is gonna bring on happiness.
3: Yeah. It brings they it on. Hand, hand, no, doubt. no doubt. I agree. I agree. But peace, when you have true peace, I mean, boy, I mean, um what you can accomplish, you know, yep. how well you you breathe is is so it is so much smoother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and another thing I do, uh, cardio. Cardio is, is 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 major for me. That's another thing I do as far as self care. Uh, a lot of what a lot of people don't understand that, uh, is that uh, cardio kills the negative enzymes that's associated with stress, yep. and that's so important for me. One that don't feel that I'm stressed because I'm not mentally accepting it or you know taking it on consciously. Mm. subconsciously is still having an effect on my body, right? My body, whether I'm accepting the stress or not. So when you do cardio, cardio, you know, the, the, the constant cardio, uh, I, I say at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day for at least three days a week is what, you know, a uh, uh, professional, uh, recommend. So that's what I do. I, got I I, I, I do cardio. I have a, uh, a life coach now that I meet with, uh, once a week uh i say life coach uh, because more than just um a therapist uh, i actually have a therapist as well you know which happens to be an extremely good friend of mine uh shout out to tracy tracy golden
0: <laughs> all right shout out shout out It look like it's just the two of us now laverne has but it's all good <laughs>
3: That's why it's two of y'all, that's why it's two of
2: y'all. That's
0: why it's two of us, yes. one fall off. Man, follow. hello, somebody. You got to be, what do you, so I want to ask you this question. Um, over the years, um, you said, you said, okay, so peace of mind will bring happiness. And so we prioritize, we want to adjust that a little bit. How do you feel about being extremely flexible and adjustable? What do you think about that? Because this last year, all of us had to make some of those changes, right? And just really go with the flow. So, how do you feel about that being a part of coming into your awareness, and then now being um, at the top of the list with peace of mind being adjustable?
3: Well, I think I think that I mean that that's something I thank God that I was blessed with. You know, being able to uh, uh, adjust in any environment. Mm-hmm. I would like to think I'm somewhat of a chameleon. I'm going to, I'm able to, you know, adjust, you know, so easily. But uh, for someone that it does not come as easy, is definitely something.
0: It's that's devastating, needed. right? Oh, oh my goodness.
3: Something that's needed. I mean, when you're able to adjust, you know, in, in, in different environments uh, with minimal um, With minimal heartache or pain, if you will, were you mm-hmm. able to do it without being so drained? Um, being able to adjust in, in different environments because it it did take a toll on so many. Last year took, last year took a major toll on so many with uh, the whole COVID. You know, being inside,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
3: um, uh, every day, all day. No stores open, malls, mm-hmm. restaurants, movies you know, skate rinks, things that you did to take your mind off of this and that. you literally there in the house, you know, um, doing Zooms. And I mean, I'm sure that was devastating to so many. I yeah. Mean, and, I mean, it proved, you know, as much, you know, with the domestic violence uh, being up as much as it was, you know, homicides. you wonder, wondering, like, how the heck are people killing each other and they supposed to be in the dang old house? You right, know, right. Unless you know how many individuals it was just so stuck on the, you know, uh, uh, pouring their pain or their thoughts into things and mm-hmm. places and people rather than really, you know, uh, uh, really taking care of themselves. Right, you know, right. Making, you know, self-care. But last year forced us to do that. Last At year, least some you, of
0: us, right? Right? It, some of sure. us. You're right. So um, one thing I will say, and I really like to keep our conversations under 35, 45 minutes. Laverne is going to be gone on to enjoy her Sunday. We're going to relieve her of her podcasting duties and I can be able to handle it and take it from here. It's all about being flexible and keeping the show going without, you know, being totally devastated and thrown off. But um, this is, I think for me it was really important spiritually um where i was able to get some uh, a higher spiritual awareness and i want to make that like somewhat the last question you know what can you say to men that may um that may be looking for some answers in all the wrong places and i know that you are a man of faith you gave honor to god you know in all that you do even the picture behind you speaks volumes it's a man reaching up and he's helping somebody else. I mean, that is your that's motto.
3: Not, that's actually myself. Uh-huh. That's actually myself at the top. Oh. And that's Manan Sabir. Come that's on my, now. That's, that's all my, right. That's I love my, it. And one of my guys who's a photographer, uh, he took that picture. We were actually, this was 5.30 in the morning, right mm. at sunrise. We were at... uh uh at the lakefront that's that wall at the lakefront doors that curve at the war memorial i was on the top of the wall manan was on the bottom and then we switched places and he has one at sherman phoenix Mm -hmm. um and at his home you know so i have this picture at uh g's Clippers as well because it's totally what i feel like we should be doing as brothers you know helping Mm -hmm. one another helping one another up you know but uh yes i definitely think it's extremely important To have a higher power that you believe Mm -hmm. in that you can call on that you can uh confide in someone other than flesh and bones you know you have to have um that other power and and conviction means a lot to me when you have a conviction level that prevents you from doing uh and acting out in things that you know that you that is not right if you will Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I'm I'm so glad that I was raised the way I was raised. That I do have a conviction um, uh, to uh, allow me not to uh, to do certain things that I know is not ethically um, right. So, so yeah, I would I would challenge each 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 guy out there to make sure you know he finds some fold, some higher power, um, some uh, faith. You know, to. To get in, uh, to you know, to create balance in his life, because I I love the, I love the balance I have in my life with my yeah. worldly side and my spiritual side.
2: Yeah,
3: I, I'm, it helps my peace. Mm-hmm. It helps me get my peace, you know. Um, and reading, you know, reading someone else's journey, you know, autobiographies and things of that nature of individuals that um, that you may uh, have looked up to at some point in time, or have had so much, so many accomplishments through their life. Read their autobiographies and what they've done, or read just self-help books, motivational books. Um, uh, one book I not long uh, finished was uh, how, to, which I read it again, which is How to Win Friends and Influence People by mm-hmm. Dale Carnegie, which helps you be able to communicate better with people, uh, co-relationships yeah. with people. Um, and I try my best to um, keep myself informed and empowered so i can then uh, help and uh, help other individuals and help my future businesses that i'm looking at doing um which hopefully by the end of this year both of them will be out and one being uh my hair product line uh-huh which is eye care hair maintenance which will be uh consists of three products initially mm-hmm. a shampoo a leave-in conditioner and a bump product and grown hair bump product for men and, and uh and, and women with Bikini Line, you know, the uh, the Razor bumps. Yep. And um, uh, the other business is G's Masterclass. So basically what I plan to do is try to monetize what I've been able to build in G's Clippers mm-hmm. over these past 26 years. Help individuals through a program, G's Masterclass, where they can purchase online um, that I've already formulated, and or seminars I will be holding, speaking engagements, one-on-one with G. You know, mm-hmm. aspiring barbershop, beauty salon owners, or other small businesses, if you will. You know, and this from branding to marketing to uh, your logo is it brandable? Um, situational things that could arise in your uh, business. Uh, I mean, the whole gamut creating community partners, uh, your social responsibility. Um, yeah, the whole gamut.
0: And the reason why it's called Master is because you have become somewhat of a master over all of these things, these components that you're offering, right?
3: Yeah, I think that that's, that's, that's what all of our mission is as business yep. owners. You know, even you guys, your mission is to become a master, an yep. expert, if you will, in podcasting, uh, doing the research, you know, doing the work. Um, you know, um, I think that's, that's all of our, you know, uh, goal. In business is to become experts in that particular business. So I would like to think, you know, uh, being in G's Clippers for 26 years mm-hmm. and having seen barbershops and beauty salons come from G's Clippers, uh, uh, meaning barbers or stylists that has worked at G's Clippers that went on to open up their own businesses,
2: mm-hmm. I
3: think, you know, uh, that's something to be said. You know, yeah, and to have so many apprentice uh, apprentices finish under G's Clippers, that's something to be said, and to be, and to sustain, yeah. Um, as such, and to have the community partners that I've had, and to have a clinic within the barbershop, being a being a trailblazer, being able to sustain, you know, uh, in the uh, upper echelon or, or the uh, the higher tier of barbershops and beauty salons, and not just the state but the country, you know, to being uh, having nodal, uh, uh, national notoriety, being in, in a Washington Post uh, story, yeah. New York Times story, being on ESPN. I mean, that's that's something to be said, you know? So I would like to think that we've uh, uh, reached the expert uh, status, if you will, in the barber and the beauty salon industry. And I think it's time for me to be able to help other barbershops and beauty salons, you know? And, and that's a way that I can truly heal hoods all across the country. Come on now. I'm talking to the owners of these shops or the future owners of these shops and, 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 and talking to them about their social responsibilities I am helping these communities all across the world.
0: Man, I think that's the perfect way to end. And first of all, we just really want to say thank you. And you are a living legend. And we like to give people their flowers, of course, while they're here. And we really appreciate the work that you are doing socially, personally, and um, connecting lives and helping people, you know, heal one another. And so that's really important to us. That's one of our missions is to um, provide you know, hope and healing through transparency and all those things and through uncomfortable conversations. And even just having a conversation with you has really allowed us to um, be better. I always say Ubuntu means because of you, we can. And so you being all that you've been called to be allows us to be all that we've been called to be. So, we wanna personally thank you, Mr. Smith, and all that you're doing here in the world. You are impacting the world in such a way, and we cannot um, move forward in the healing process without you. So, thank you.
3: Well, thank you. I, I so appreciate um, those uh, sentiments, and uh, thanks for having me. Um, I can't say I have all the answers, but I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm just working on being the best me the best version of me as possible and help other help as many men and women along the way as I I possibly can before I leave here. I just want to leave this earth this world a little bit better than I found it
0: hey you've already (laughs) done it so thank you if you want to hang back we are going to wrap things up and I will um, be right back okay wow that was a great conversation with mr smith um i know him personally as g he's been a great friend to me in laverne he's a powerful legend walking legend living legend here in the city of milwaukee um, he's has his hands in everything and if you are living on purpose you are someone that probably will you know find yourselves in in several things that you've been called to do and he's definitely answered his calling and we really appreciate him in so many ways so if you have um any questions for us we will have some of the questions, his quotes and all of that. Um, he said, us, healing us. That was a great a great quote, pardon me, for men. And we want to provide you all with that and um, the inspiration that we've received from him. So without further ado, Laverne is gone, but I am Natalie Hayden with Exposed to Podcast. And we will be talking to you guys next week, Wednesday. Thank you so much and see you next week.